Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome, tea timers. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Today we're here with my guest, Miss Lavon France. Yay! Welcome. Thank you. It's <laughs> wonderful to be here. Awesome. Well, I, thank you. I'm just going to tell you, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to make this work because I know you've recently retired. Yes, <laughs> I have plenty of time now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And um, just want um, to like tell you a little about um, a little more about yourself. Um, what I understand that you uh, have a BS in chemistry, and uh, that's a bachelor in science. Is that right, correct? Okay, got science, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you spent 25 years working in the field. Is that yes, correct? Yes, yes, 25 years. It, they were glorious years, but, you know, everything gets a little stale after a while. I can totally get that. I mean, for 22 of those years, you were a forensic Toxicologist? Oh, yeah, man. yeah. Wow. And, you know, that always sounds a lot more glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> when you put that out there, people think of NCIS and the blue lights and all of that. Absolutely. Not that when you're really it, doing it's not that reality. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, at one point, it sounded like you decided that you know you wanted to come out of the lab and literally do something different yes, so you put yes. a change in your career yes, really yes what what made you decide to go pharma well i actually always wanted to work in pharma even mm. as a chemist and um just never happened for me pharma is really difficult to get in on the science end got it and um i realized that if you know if i didn't make a change at that point in my life i you know would would be stuck basically got continuing it. to be in the lab and wow. um doing the same thing day in and day out and it no longer was fulfilling for me and uh, yeah that's a so, that sounds like a clearing yeah, yeah. it was definitely yeah. a clearing <laughs> I, I made the choice to make a change and you know i thought about how could i make that change and yeah. you know really live in the clearing yeah and i i i knew i couldn't keep doing the thing i had been doing all along that, that you know my sense. 22 years of experience you know wasn't going to carry me even because i tried that avenue and mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i decided that i needed to get some additional education so I went back and got a master's in clinical research and that was exactly what I needed it wow that push I needed so you end up being a project manager for 13 years yes yes wow. 13 years how did that work with the shift I mean you were in the clearing you created something different now you're a project manager right yes well they it's sort of um it was serendipitous because at the end of my career in the lab, I had been doing some project management from the oh. lab front. 
And I, so I had a lot of the project management skills already. I just needed that extra something to make people see that I understood clinical research. Okay, so that now was, that makes sense. That was sense. a master's degree, so wow. it all worked hand in hand. So you worked for 35 years, and now you're retired. Yes. Woo! Yes. Woo! Yes, indeed. How exciting. Now, you know, as you know, the subject today is uh, standing in a clearing and owning it. Uh, You know, you sound like you're in that clearing, like right this moment. How long have you been retired? Well, um... I guess uh, it's a week. <laughs> it's early time. And, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It's almost like when you've been married for like a, a day. Oh, I've been married for a day. I've been married for a week. I've been married for a month. Yes, like, yes, yeah, it's like yes. that. That's exciting. Oh, my gosh. But before we get started, I just want to know, what kind of tea are you having? This is Tea Time, Midlife Edition. Yes, I am having Earl Grey with lemon. Yum! Yes. Now, I never thought Earl Grey worked with lemon. Uh, what, how how that come about? I mean, yeah, I've never heard yeah. that. <laughs> well, one, one of the wonderful things about, you know, moving into a different space and was that I got to know different people. As a project manager, I, I worked for... Uh, English British company and got it got to go to um, London quite a number of times and I'd always been drinking Earl Grey with milk yes yes, <laughs> yes. I thought tasted okay you know I really <laughs> liked it you know and I was in the London office one day getting my Earl Grey with milk and wow one of my London colleagues said oh <laughs> and I'm like, what? What's wrong? <laughs> you can't drink Earl Grey with milk. That's horrible. But you have to drink it with lemon if you drink it with anything. And I'm like, well, I've been drinking it with milk for years. But I thought, well, let me try. Try something Let's different. Try something That's different. Funny. It's amazing. He was absolutely right. Mm. It just bought out this lemon undertone that Earl Grey had in it all along that I never even noticed wow. until then. And so ever since then, I've been drinking Earl Grey with lemon. Well, I'll have to take that on one of these uh, episodes just to see what it's like, you know. Okay. But thank you for that tip. I you know, suggest you guys give it a try. Well, today I'm drinking Orange Spice from Bigelow. So I love that fragrance. It's got a nice orange spicy kind of uh, essence to it. So really, really great. Thank you for letting me know about uh, uh that Earl Grey with lemon. That's pretty exciting. So let's get into it. Like the the last episode, which was episode two, we were talking about standing in a clearing and an opening. And like one of the questions that was of the two questions was, um, you know, name 10 times in your life that you, you know, were in a clearing. Like, and, and then the second question was, and did you recognize it? Recognize it? Like, how do you recognize that you're in a clearing? Mm-hmm. Can you just, you know, give me a, a couple examples of you standing in a clearing uh, um, and recognizing it? Definitely. Well, we just talked about one. Absolutely. You know, like, Absolutely. And I think the way that I've always recognized clearings for me is I start to feel like I, this space doesn't hold me anymore. Mm. It's like it becomes... Um, confining, I want to know more, learn more, do more, Mm. and there's no space in that area to do that anymore. Got that. Um, Or there's stress from being in the space, Mm. 
um, a feeling that, you know, I could do so much more. Those, those are generally how I recognize my clearings. Or it could even be um, a feeling that, okay, this doesn't work for me anymore. Uh, it's, it's creating, it's taking away my inner peace. Anything wow. that takes away my inner wow. peace, I know I need to move out away from it. Wow. So that's how I recognize my clearing. And and so when I decided to make the career change, I was feeling stagnated. I was feeling like, mm. yeah, I can't continue to do this for another 20 whatever or a number of years before retirement. It. I need to go. I need to find that other thing that I need to do. So Got that it. was yeah. one thing. And then, you know, in, in relationships, I've had mm -hmm. situations in relationships where um, I start to feel like this is no longer working for me. Absolutely. You know, I'm, Absolutely. You know it's creating more stress, more anxiety. Um, it's, it's not allowing me to be me, who I am, to be authentic. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so yes. then I know it's time to evaluate that relationship and what is or isn't working in that relationship and determine if I should stay or if I need to make a change in me or ask for the other individual to make a change in them, whatever it is. That's how I also recognize relationship clearings. I, I totally can get that because uh, um, sometimes in life that you get to a place and a relationship can go stale because you're no longer um, actually giving the purse space for freedom of self-expression. Because yes. if you don't have that freedom, it you, you, you get to a place that you no longer are connected, which is what you want in most relationships. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, I feel like relationships can't all be about one person. And you can't lose yourself in a relationship because mm. that that's... To the detriment of everyone in that relationship. Absolutely. And um, name one of the times, like, um, um, that you had uh, decided that that this clearing was a place that worked for you, and you're so glad you, like, stepped into that clearing. Um, sometimes traveling creates a clearing that if you stayed home would not be available to you until you stepped into it. Can you see an opportunity yeah, like yes, that? Yeah. yeah. Well, just just going back to my career change, I think it, it opened a lot of clearings for me making mm -hmm. that change. Mm -hmm. um, I became a more a more global citizen in, in making that change. Uh, I got to know um, people from numerous parts of the world, have friends wow. all over the world now, mm. which if I hadn't moved into that clearing, I wouldn't have experienced so much diversity, so much additional, um, just, I, I, don't, I don't even know what the word is. Uh, joy. I was say joy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Just being able, it opened me to being more open to traveling outside of my comfort zone. Wow. You know, when, wow. When I, um, the first time I, I had to travel to London alone, I was so afraid. Wow. You know? Wow. But I, I, well, I had to do it. It was for work. Dare <laughs> <laughs> to say. Dare to say. Didn't have much choice there. <laughs> but, um, it just 
opened so much to me with regard to travel and traveling to places where I didn't know anyone, possibly didn't know the language. It's just like, you don't need to be afraid. People are the same all over. Absolutely. Um, there are good Absolutely. people everywhere willing to help you mm. um, when you stretch out a hand and say, I need help. And so going on that premise, I've now been numerous places all over the world. Um, I try to be a global citizen and, wow. and understand the culture of the area where I'm traveling. It's just... Um, just opened a whole world that I would have never experienced otherwise. So you're a global citizen and you look at the world as your community. Is that correct? The, oh, totally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I get with, in midlife that um, sometimes we isolate ourselves and we don't get it starts with first creating community in your, your neighborhood, your home, your neighbor, whatever that is. And then it expands out to the world. So, you know, there's always someone who wants to, you know, get to know you or experience you because you are new to them and they're new to you. And everyone has that fear. You're right. I totally get that. Right. Yeah. 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 That's exciting. Wow. It, it sounds like you're a world traveler, too. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. <laughs> I love to travel and I want to go everywhere in the world. Like, I could totally get that. So, you know, just going back to um, who do you see yourself having to be um, in that clearing to make that happen? Because at one point, you know, I got by work, you made a, you had a decision you had to make and you had to choose something. Like, who did you have to be to do that? I mean, like, that's something. Like, who do you, what were you being? Who were you being? I think every time you, you enter a clearing, you have to be unafraid willing to mm, mm. to take a chance because mm -hmm. um, it's a frightening time you know retiring I'll be honest with you it's, it's scary you know yeah, you, you lose um, well my husband has this wonderful saying you know and in, in when you're working you you have community structure and purpose and when you yeah. no longer work you know all those things those three things go away but you need those things. And so in retirement, you need to build community structure and purpose in order to really um, fully enjoy retirement. Oh, wow. I hear that. Whoa, that's exciting because that is true. Because the you're you know I'm sure for 35 years you've been structured to death. <laughs> and as a project manager, and you know, I'm structure. <laughs> you're like creating structure. Right. So this is an exciting time. So now you get to create the, the structure that works for you, your husband, and whatever is next. Well, speaking of what's next, what are some of the things you're gonna do now that you have this mm. uh, you know clearing and this opening? You know. Like, yes, yes. I've, I've been dying for this clearing. I, mean, I really <laughs> wanted this clearing. So um, many of the things that I put aside when mm. I was working just due to lack of time and, you know, not, not having um, 
maybe even the commitment to them because of being tired and all of those other things. Uh, my art, you know, I, yes. I, I in, in the past have done watercolor, so I'm oh, going wow. to begin watercoloring again, you know, see if I can bring those skills back. Wow. Uh, photography, which I've managed to, to do even, you know, while working, I haven't really devoted the focus to it that I would really like to, to really mm. become an even better photographer. Wow. And then there's my, you know, my poetry. I'm a poet. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, for years, I've always wanted to just really spend some quality time on my poetry, and I've never had the time to do that. And now I'm going to make sure that I spend the quality time doing that. And and also open myself up to getting out there and yes. getting my poetry out there as nice. well. Like a, like a, um, what's it called? Speakeasy or what is that? Uh, um, open mic night or open a, mic night. Well, I've never done an open mic night, but I'm open to doing readings. I've done those before. Nice. Um, to find, I'm looking to find a poetry community that works for me. Oh. Um, a friend of mine, well, actually Eugene. I, yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, mentioned that you know maybe I'm in a haiku group. Yes, so, which you absolutely. know that is that's calling to me. So wow, if I can't find one, I might have to create one. There you go, yes. meetup.com. Yes. Simple enough, okay. and, and I'm sure yes. that someone wants to do that too. Exactly. So you're not alone. That's awesome. Yes. That is so awesome, and I really get the world of it. What What is the one of the deepest things you ever thought, like you thought to yourself, you know what, if I ever got a chance to, uh, to do it, I would really love to. Now, it's not something you would normally do, or it's not, I call it, a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction, because, you know, we all want to go back to our art like we were a kid. We all want that, right? Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> like that other space that you, like, you never even allowed yourself that the possibility of uh, taking it on what would that be for you in this clearing well i think there there are several things okay. um one one thing that has always um i used to read to my mother oh. um my mother passed away quite That's a number of years ago and i miss that i miss mm. being able to to read to someone so wow. perhaps reading to the elderly would you know would, wow would enter that space Wow. Me, you know, to to have that outlet that I've missed. Um, also, I, I love to cook. I love Ooh. recipes. Ooh. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'll be over. Don't, 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 don't worry. I'll be wine. <laughs> um, I guess it's my, my chemistry background. I'm always looking for a new recipe or um, healthy cooking and... Um, there's, uh, so I've considered possibly volunteering for my daughter's kitchen, which is, comes out of the Philadelphia Inquirer, or a writer of the Philadelphia Inquirer initially started it, um, out of training her own daughter around cooking, and it's for fifth graders, it's, it started with one school, St. Martin de Porres, and now it's at numerous, um, elementary schools. 
around Philadelphia. Got so it. that's something um, I'm looking forward to looking into and seeing how I could help. Because I don't only want to think about me as a global mm-hmm. citizen. I yes. think about the world yes. around me and how I can make it a better world. Ooh. And so I, I definitely want to, to look for ways to help others as well. Oh, that is awesome. I, it Clearly, it sounds like in retirement, you're not going to be, you know, just a joiner you're actually going to be a builder and a connector it sounds like well i'm hoping i can i can be that person that's that's where for me it's stepping out of my comfort zone i'm not i'm not a really big joiner got uh, it or maybe even a connector or creator i but i know those things are in me and i'm going to challenge myself to to really in this new phase of my life go out there and Find those communities that speak to me and be a part of them. And if they aren't there, then create them. Wow. It's just extraordinary. Miss LaVon France, thank you for being here at Tea Time Midlife Edition. I really got that you are going to blast open the doors of retirement and create a structure that works, that really has you have your life be extraordinary at this point, like it's been on your work years. So Since we were talking about haiku, what is a haiku? How do you define it? Well, a haiku is a Japanese poetic form, and it has specific line and syllable requirement. Mm. So a standard haiku is three lines, where the first line is five syllables, the second line is seven syllables, and then the final third line is five syllables. So oh. five, seven, five is, oh. are the syllables of the poetic form. And so um, they also, the haiku also um, usually expresses a feeling or thought. It can be about nature. And then the last line of the poem usually has some sort of turn in it where it um, maybe talking about something deeper. Oh, okay. Got it. Can you give me an example? Uh, just, yeah. Sure. Of a haiku. Finding the right note through atonal converting eureka moment. Wow. I got the world of that. What a haiku. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I'm excited. And please come back anytime. We would love to hear about how the haiku goes. I'm okay. just saying. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. As well. Cheers. It's Tea Time Midlife Edition. Um, next week, we look forward to seeing you then. It's Tea Time Midlife Edition. <laughs>